Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time with Elliot Danka, Timothy Go, and Chua Tian Tian. Time now for Culture Club. A little something about myself. I love diamonds. I love gems. <laughs> Sounds weird coming from a guy, right? But I've always recognized the beauty of diamonds, much like a lot of people. I mean, you think back to the time of Queen Elizabeth I to when Marilyn Monroe sang the song Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. It's just something that really mesmerizes so many people. So today on Culture Club, we're going to be talking about some of the most precious diamonds and the rarest of them all. I'm talking about red and pink diamonds. Jennifer Lopez is one of those. If you're looking to invest in these rare gems, you'll want to know that a fortune pink diamonds sold in November last year for more than 28.5 million US dollars at a Christie's auction in Geneva. Now, Singapore's gem collectors recently got their chance to get their hands on extremely rare pink diamonds from the now defunct Argyle Pink Diamond Mine. Muse Za is the first in Asia to bring in a traveling collection of tender Argyle Pink and Red Diamonds this week, all in conjunction with their new store opening at Raffles Hotel. I need to go check this out. On the line with me is Esther Ho, the founder of uh, Muse Zenith Affair. Esther, good afternoon. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm here. Esther, you walk around and you've got Rihanna singing diamonds in the background. (laughs) Man, I'm I'm so excited to be talking about this. I love gems and I want to find out about you. Where did this passion come about? How How did you turn it into something more? Oh, well, you know, I'm a jeweler for the last 30 years. Mm. So, seeing gems is making me happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's a simple way of putting it, yeah? Tell me about the concept of New Zenith Affair, the concept behind the brand. The brand itself, you know, for Zenith Affair, I started firstly Zenith Affair. Then after that, we are specialized as a jewelry consultancy company. And we bring a lot of jewelry from overseas and throughout Southeast Asia. But in 2019, I set up Museum Affair, meaning Zenith Affair, Museum of Zenith Affair, to showcase five jewelry masterpieces that are museum worthy. Mm. And obviously, other than diamonds, you do carry other types of gems and stones. Tell us about some of them. We actually specialize in not only diamonds, we specialize mm. in gemstone like emerald, ruby, sapphire, and color gemstone rather than diamonds. So I want to talk to you today about the some of the rarest ones, the pink and red diamonds. Okay. What makes it so special other than its brilliant sparkly colors? They are beyond rare. For Aga Diamond Mine, it has been closed since 2020. Then in 1983, Aga Pink Diamond Signature Tender offered about 60 pieces annually, mm. then making this very special and rare. Pink Diamond, I mean, just referencing the very famous uh, Jennifer Lopez who has one of them or had one of them as an engagement ring. That uh-huh. know, just hers alone go for like 1.2 million. What kind of average price are we talking about here? If you're talking 1.2 million, you'll probably get about a carrot. Wow, <laughs> that's more than I can afford. <laughs> I mean, this is maybe slightly lesser than the carrot yeah, yeah. about there. Yeah. If we look at what's rarer, you know, because on the spectrum of diamonds, there's so many considerations, right? Clarity, Mm -hmm. of course, the colors we Uh talked about, how it's rarer Uh than rare, right? Pink and red diamonds. Which would you say is the rarest on this entire spectrum? Of course, the red is very rare because Mm. it only have about, in the world, from Aga Mai, about 30 pieces. Wow. Well, only in the world, 30 pieces. 
So mm. it's very rare, but then cream is also equally rare as well. So mm. I want to talk a little bit about the agar mine, diamond mine. I mean, it's so rare and difficult to mine, right? In your background, I mean, is there challenges or difficulties? I mean, you can't do it anymore. But in the past, with the checks and balances or laws in place with regard to this, an aspect of diamond mining that we're not very familiar with? In that spectrum, I can't answer you because I'm not a miner. Yeah, I'm no a seller. Okay, for this mine, they're very special, especially the tender diamond that I'm doing it. So this is very, very special because they're only very close-knitted to people that are collector because for that, they're only about 30 pieces of rate and not more than 60 pieces a year for pink. So to get this connected is really many years of my networking. So how to get about getting them into Singapore? Yeah. It happened that I was in the affair just last January in mm. Japan. Okay, okay. And over a very casual way of talking to my friend in the jewelry industry, knowing that the mine is closed in 2020. Mm. And I find it very interesting. That is where I convinced my friends to bring in this Aga Pink Diamond Sinister Tender into Singapore. And this is the first time it happened in Singapore. Wow, it's amazing. I must go and check this out. Esther, I've got a curious yes, question yes. for you. And I just want to put you on the spot a bit here. Okay. So you're looking at these, you know, rare diamonds, the, the genuine stuff, certification, etc., etc. Uh-huh. And then there's this whole culture that's slowly increasing where lab-grown diamonds. I mean, okay. it's like being a purist versus huh? something that's more affordable. What are your yeah. thoughts on that? Okay, for lab grown, you know, for the beginning of the industry started lab grown, I'm not supporting it at all because mm. I just find that it's actually is a mimic. But you can actually do as many as you want. But natural is natural. You can't do anything that compared to natural. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, but then there's a talking point here. I would like to advise friends sure. not to do any lab-grown diamond because the price is going down more than, you know, market rate of 90% now. Wow. I mean, from your observation, what's the reason for that? Because everyone is able to do it. If you have a lab. Right. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Like, I could start my own. <laughs> you know, no, this <laughs> yeah, was yeah, a process yeah. I went through with my wife, then girlfriend, right? I was getting her an engagement ring. I spent uh-huh. one year looking for the okay. right kind of emerald stone for her, you know. And oh, nothing will goodness. I'm specialized. I'm specialized. Ah, I, I wish I'd known you then. But nothing will beat. You know, you 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 get this 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 gem. Yes, it's clear, but you see a little bit of like you know fine lines inside. It's a little bit of oh, imperfection. It's, it's a character. Yeah. 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 That very important for collection is color, not not about the inclusion, not about the, mm. the yeah. It's about color and the cut. And you don't get that with the lab grown stuff in that sense because it's just too perfect. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so man, earlier I mentioned one point two million for a pink diamond, the one that Jennifer Lopez has taken her sign. Mm-hmm. Commonly, what are pink diamonds sold for in your own experience? The pink diamond usually 20 times more than the white diamond. So we are talking about 10 times. You know, you're wow. talking about one carat, maybe $10,000. So yeah, 20 times, you're talking about yeah. 20 times. Yes. Yeah, well, 10 to 20 times. Okay. And I mean, there was a point to me talking about lab-grown diamonds because in this day and age, with that being more common... I mean, if I'm a collector, how can I tell that I've got myself a true Agal red diamond? <laughs> ah, okay. Better to ask an expert I know, <laughs> but uh, what are some of the signs? If you were to want to buy an Aga red diamond, mm. definitely every piece of Aga diamond come with Aga cert. So if you want to buy anything, I suggest that you should go for a person they trust and a professional jeweler. Yeah, yeah, because they mm. will be able to check. And I know for you, the Aga diamond showcase is uh, over already. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if let's say they are interested buyers, how can they still get their hands on it? 
Yes, yes, you can come to my stall in Raffles Hotel, <laughs> unit number 0123. <laughs> It's okay, no worries, free plug. Uh, but I mean, for you, and this is a personal question, I mean, what is the most expensive diamond that you've ever sold? I'm very curious about that. Oh, I better tell you secretly. Oh, Call me in that another line. <laughs> Why? I mean, is it a case of, and just out of my curiosity, like protecting yes. the buyer's identity? Do some buyers say, hey, I don't want people to know that I own this expensive diamond? Oh, I will not reveal my client for sure mm, whoever mm, bought mm. anything from me. Mm. But then living, you know, the most how expensive the item I sold before over in the air, I think it's not not for now. Wow, that is interesting. <laughs> I never knew that aspect uh, when it comes to this. So, uh, so what are your future plans with regard to perhaps maybe more collections, more exhibitions, anything you're looking forward to? Of course, there's many more because, you know, I've been in the industry for almost like 30 years. Mm. So, you know, I always have very exclusive exhibitions. I will keep you posted on that. Oh, for sure. Please add me to your special contact list. I love these yeah. things. Now, I do want to ask, you know, and these are for people who look at such diamonds as an alternative investment. I mean, I'm sure you've seen a growth in that, especially post-pandemic. How fast do these Argyle diamonds appreciate? What are your thoughts on it as an investment piece? For Agar Diamond, as you know, the mind is closed. Mm. I personally think that it's even better than the investment on stocks or properties. Okay, why so? Yeah, well, you know, properties, you have buildings, right? Many, many more buildings to come. And for stocks, you can buy new companies and organization emerge. There will be more stocks to buy. But okay. then for Agaping, the mind is closed. So ah. there is more reason that the price will be very rare, mm-hmm. right? The price will be going up and appreciation is going to be high up after yeah. the mind is closed. Yeah, just imagine if there's no more gold in the world one day. <laughs> what kind of, what will that do to the prices? Are you seeing, as a personal observation, yes. more people wanting to invest in some kind of a gemstone or a diamond and perhaps start their own like a, like a family heirloom, you know, something you can pass down in yes. the later generations? Is this something you've been observing? Of course, you know, there is a lot of my customer mm. has a lot of passed down jewelry as well. But for them to have redesigning is one part. Oh, right. We, so, you know, there's a passed down jewelry, but design wise may not suit their personality. Yeah. So, I mean, I personally want a big fan of making a transformer piece of jewelry from mm. old to more wearable. Right, right. And there's also this rise in because of, you see how people like things that are unique, right? It's yes. sort of given birth to the rise of more personal jewelers or more bespoke jewellery in that sense. Your thoughts on the growth of this particular industry? It's very big, actually. Yeah, yeah. The growth of it, because these days, a lot of old families, yeah. a oh, lot yeah. of old pieces, you know, passing down, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, definitely, I see a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's no joke. I mean, there are major conventions. I think there was one just last week or the week before in Hong Kong. <laughs> wow. As a final question. So, this is for beginners who perhaps are looking at gemstones as an alternative investment. What's your advice? Where should I start if I'm a beginner? Okay, for diamond, it's very straightforward. Yeah. But the increase of investment for white diamond is very small. For instance, you know, ruby, emerald, sapphire could mm. be even a better and a higher investment. But of course, you know, the higher you go is the highest now we are talking about pink diamond and mm. red diamond. But then there is another level altogether. Mm. So if you were to be a new beginner, I think you should start on with emeralds. I think emerald is high up now. You know, it can be a very good investment. Yeah, especially after mm. Crazy Rich Asians seeing that 
hats on uh, Michelle <laughs> Michelle Yeo's hands. That was a personal one. It's oh, so beautiful, that one. I do appreciate your time today. I've been speaking with Esther Ho, the founder of Muse Zenith Affair. Esther, thank you for your time. Take care and have thank a you. great Tuesday evening. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.